This is an Ion Annapolis bonus podcast. Well, we are joined this morning by Annapolis Symphony Orchestra's maestro, and it's maestro Jose Luis Novo. How are you today? I'm good, thank you. We were just talking before we started recording, and of all the years that both of us have been here, we've never crossed paths and never really talked to introduce, so I'm, I'm pleased to meet you finally, and uh, actually really sing your praises because uh, you've got such a great thing going on with the Annapolis Symphony Orchestra, uh, despite your little hiatus that you took last year or two years ago because of COVID. But um, you have a great performance coming up, and it's coming up very fast. We're recording this on Thursday, so it is coming up tomorrow night, which is December 17th at 8 p.m. at Maryland Hall called Holiday Pops. And I honestly can't think of a better way to start off the final week into Christmas or maybe kick off your winter season then with the performance by the Annapolis Symphony Orchestra. Well, thank you. Uh, thank you for all the praises and uh, it's a pleasure to meet you face to face. And <clears throat> I agree with you. Th- this is a phenomenal occasion to to start celebrating the holidays and, and bring the whole family because it's a family-friendly program. Despite that, it's in the evening, so if you have young children, maybe you don't want to bring them because they need to sleep. But... Um, we are going to be performing um, holiday favorites uh, that everyone enjoys in, at this time. And we have a, a group of guest artists from Canada that they are called Sultans of String. And they are a, a, fun, pun, a fun pun, group. A great pun on the uh, Dire Straits yeah. song. <laughs> and fun to play with because they are a group that does a lot of things, but basically kind of mixing Fusion, ethnic, um, traditional, and new ages. So it, it's a, a, a nice mix and a, a new flavor on holiday tunes that we all love listening to. But sometimes, honestly, you get tired of. Yeah, you know, you know, if, <laughs> no offense to Mariah Carey, but if I hear that, you know hear her song one more time, exactly. Uh, you know, I we were up at the Army Navy game last weekend, and coming down, I've got XM in my in my car, and we were just listening to the Christmas station and. And it, it is on rotation. It's just going on, and I'm finally okay. Pick a different Christmas station. I don't care what it is, whether it's country or you know rap or whatever. It didn't matter. It just needed to have a little bit of difference. So this is exciting that it's going to be your holiday favorites in with a little bit of a different sound. Yeah, it, it will have a nice twist uh, that is sort of going a little bit around the world with different ethnic influences, and I think that that's that's a nice appeal for this this type of program. Well, it is. Well, tickets, I did check before we came over here today, and tickets are still available, but they are going fast. And you want to go to annapolissymphony.org to purchase your tickets. And again, this is Friday night at Maryland Hall at 8 p.m. There are two things that I really like. I like the tuba Christmas that they do. They just did that last weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I do like the um, the Holiday Pops program that you guys do. I've seen it several different times. I'm hoping to get up there on Friday uh, to see it as well. Now, is this going to be streaming as well? I know that streaming became a big thing during COVID. Yeah, no, unfortunately, this this one will not be uh, streamed. Um, so we this this is the only chance that you have to actually enjoy the, the program. Okay. Um, we usually stream the, the Masterworks programs um, because those have more rehearsal and we have, it, it's a more conducive situation for for live stream. This one is more complicated because we, ha- we are more reduced with the stage and the sound uh, system is more complicated, so it's, it's more difficult to do. We might do it in, in the future, but we are not doing it yet. Well, there, I've got to say, there is nothing that compares to live music 
and it doesn't matter what genre you're looking at. I, whether, I agree. <laughs> whether whether it be the classics, or I mean, it, it a CD doesn't compare, and a, a record album doesn't compare. There's no no comparison. That, that's the, I, I agree. But I, I have to say we've been very pleased hearing from our audience that that is checking our online product that they love the fact that they can they can go to it whenever they want and they they enjoy the the close ups of musicians playing or they, they they can see a new way of enjoying the music that that you can't from from your seat on the stage because you can never get as close as a camera can. Well, so, that's a that's a program that you guys develop called symphony plus with the plus sign on the end of that um and it seems everybody does that plus you know cnn plus and apple plus and <laughs> everything else and that was sort of born out of covid but i mean it really kind of i think it did it open up your product the annapolis symphony to a much larger worldwide audience than you had in 2019 Pretty much, uh, because I think that we are we are getting audiences from Asia, China, or Australia, uh, New Zealand, Spain, uh, Mexico. So we are getting now an international audience as well uh, that otherwise it would have been impossible to get uh, with the, the the normal setting. So this is opening new horizons for us, and I, and we are building progressively the the site with more content so i think that is this is actually a great thing that came out of covid and um interestingly enough you, you mentioned the the plus symphony plus because we were one of the first orchestras to to do this um now there have been other orchestras that wanted to do symphony plus but we have the the domain the copyrighted <laughs> so it belongs to the annapolis symphony and and uh, i think that's a very good thing we have such a wealth of arts, fine arts here in Annapolis. And some people will think of us as a sleepy little town on the bay and, and everything else. But the, the depth and the breadth of the arts that we have. And I mean, you know, you I, I personally, I can't stand opera, but it is a wonderful opera company. We've got the symphony. We've got the chorale or live arts, Maryland. We've got the ballet. Um and, and then we've got all the activities that the Naval Academy does as well with the the glee clubs yeah. and the concerts that they do the, their own series of concerts and um, and and all the theater. That, I mean, we that was one of the things when when I auditioned for the job uh, sixteen years ago. I thought this little town has a lot of potential and has a lot going on. And that's what when they offered me the job, I said yes because I thought there was a lot of uh, really great opportunities to expand what was already going on. Well, I will say that you probably have brought that potential to reality over the last uh, you know decade plus that you've been leading the symphony. Um, you know, we, we spoke a couple of months ago, we spoke with Natty Drapelade, who is your first violin, share for share violin. First violin, concert master. Uh, concert master, about the Annapolis Symphony Academy. And how is that going? That's going great. It's a new project that we started over three years ago, and it has grown uh, exponentially. And we we are very proud that we offer a full scholarship to at least half of the student body, and we have a very good ratio of diversity in within the student body, which we thought it was very important to do, so that we we represent our society more faithfully and the academy is expanding we have this year added several programs and new ensembles and we 
created the Orion Youth Orchestra, which is a new youth orchestra for uh, not only for the students of the academy, but also music students from the area that want to participate as long as they have uh, regular music lessons with their private teachers, they can as well. So it's a very welcoming um, youth orchestra for all young people in the area. And we have our inaugural concert uh, next month on January 15th. So that's going to be very exciting as well. That'll be the first event for 2022 for the Annapolis Symphony. Exactly. And I'm conducting that. So I'm particularly excited. Well, one of the, one of the big things on that you know, with the Annapolis Symphony Academy is, and I'm not in the whole music scene itself, but uh, it's a pretty big deal that you as the maestro of the parent orchestra, for lack of a better word, you know, you're getting your hands and your fingers dirty working with the working with these kids. You're not, I mean, so they're working with the top brass. Uh, Absolutely, there's a good and, musical pun, and, I guess. But, but yeah, but but you need you see this is exactly what we wanted to do when we started. We said we, we are very serious about this. Uh, there are some other academies or or schools associated to uh, symphony orchestras, but usually if they have a youth orchestra. That one is conducted by by someone else that is not the music director. I mean, even in my own experience, when I was assistant conductor to the Cincinnati Symphony Orchestra, I was the, the conductor of the youth orchestra. But both music directors that I, I work with, uh, Pavo Yarvi and Jesus Lopez Cobos, did not conduct the youth orchestra. I did because I was lower on the scale of conductors. Here, we wanted to send a message that we take it very seriously. And, and we created the youth orchestra and we said it's going to be conducted by the, the music director of the, of the professional orchestra, which tells the students this is how seriously we take it and, and, and this is how high... Uh, standards we are going to be expecting it has to be an incentive to the student that that's in it i mean and these are these are serious students about serious about music so yeah. i mean this is uh and and i'm sure there's a little bit in it for you because you I mean you're grooming new musicians perhaps to join the annapolis symphony orchestra as a professional yeah but down the I, line. I i love working with young people because they they are very open to learn and that's for me the rewarding part it is more work than conducting a professional orchestra because professional musicians already know how to play. You, you don't need to spend time explaining technicalities. With uh, young people, young musicians, you do need to do that. But the reward is different because you, you realize the progress they make. You, you realize the satisfaction they get out of accomplishing, performing difficult repertoire that they didn't think they could even get close to uh, to play. So it is it's a completely different experience. But for me, I've, I've worked with young people all my life and I, I don't want to stop doing that now because I think that is the same way I was motivated and inspired by people of that level that work with me. I want to be able to pass that on to younger people now when, when I that's, supposedly I'm more experienced. That's fantastic. I'll tell you, you know, my, my kids are all grown right now and none of them have any kind of musical talent, so they must take after me. But <laughs> I remember when my youngest was in probably second or third grade and they did the Christmas concert with the, the first and second graders. And I, I joked with another parent saying, you know, the only thing worse than listening to my kid play the flute, practice the flute at home is listening to a hundred of them do it here in this, <laughs> in this <laughs> auditorium <laughs> of, a, of an elementary school. Um, and some of those kids actually stuck with the music throughout their, you know, elementary school, middle school and high school career. And I saw some of those kids when my daughter graduated high school and they brought the band in and the orchestra into play through the graduation. And it's so amazing to see the transformation from that cacophony of noise 
10 years ago yeah to this beautiful sound and i can only imagine that with you know with the Annapolis Symphony Academy and the programs that you guys offer that that just really expands. I mean, you you can actually see these kids grow musically. Exactly, but but the the, the most beautiful part is is offering the exposure to these young people to music. I think that we are complaining always that that we don't get enough audiences or that we don't have enough young people in our audiences. The problem is there is not enough exposure of music to young people and older people in, in general, but especially young people, because the school pro programs, let's be honest, have been have shrunk tremendously. The music programs and the arts programs in general at the, at the public schools. So it is more challenging now to appeal to the masses because many of those people have never been exposed to classical music. And there is this concept that classical music is boring, which is... Uh, the furthest thing from the truth. Exactly. If if you have listened to just a, a few things in classical music, there are tons of exciting things that that everyone knows and everyone enjoys. So it's it's, it's a question of of exposing people to to the pleasures of of listening and, and performing it. And it doesn't take a whole lot. I know there's a YouTube um, series, and it's two kids that. Are, I'm going to make some assumptions. I think they're probably inner city New York kids. They're African American, and they've grown up in a rap world. Mm -hmm. And they put on headphones and they they'll put on you know something in the air tonight by Genesis or you know just a music that wasn't in their world. Yeah, and they're listening to it for the first time and they're videotaping their reaction mm -hmm. to the different you know like that drum solo in that one where it's a bum 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 and they're like. Oh, you know, and you're, you can see that these kids, I mean, you know, they may not be running out to the next concert, but they've now opened up a whole different genre to that. And I think that's really with anything that we got going on, certainly with you, that if you're not a, a fan per se of classical music, uh, come here and see the beauty of it. Exactly. I, I, you you don't lose anything. I, I think the the thing that that I encourage people to do is is just come listen and ha have no expectations. Um, we don't have any expectations. We we are happy to see you in our concerts and and we hope that you enjoy some of it or all of it or if and the music will tell you if you enjoy it you'll come back. If you don't enjoy it. You don't have to, and there's nothing wrong with that either. <laughs> That's right, right. We all have our different likes. Yeah. Well, this one, well, this one, the Holiday Pops, which is going to be, again, Friday the 17th at 8 p.m. at Maryland Hall has the Sultans of String that's going to be playing with you. And again, that's mixing up. I mean, so this is not necessarily just the traditional orchestra music, just playing this i mean we've got vocals we've got you know all sorts of yeah, different strings that percussion are coming there. we have electric guitars we have electric violins have you done a lot of those before the mixed mixing of genres well when when we do popular concerts or pops concerts usually you do that so yeah pretty much i've done that all my professional career combining i mean i i do more of the of the only classical symphonic music but i do pops concerts regularly uh as well so do you I enjoy am, that i do because it's a different way of of relating to an audience and and usually it's a different audience uh, the the expectations are lower people are there to have fun um i usually talk to them more through the performance and and you are there just for the for the high ride and for to enjoy the music and have fun and and every i would say there is a lot of variety in every 
pops program because there are lots of different things that you can do with a symphony orchestra that is not necessarily a symphony uh, but a combination of styles and and that's always interesting it's funny i've got a, a friend of mine was the front man of a band called the hooters in um out of Philadelphia and they still tour and they've done a couple different tours with different symphonies across Europe and it's a fairly uh, ska kind of a rocky band but they will come out and the orchestra will come out and it's you know typical of the strings and the, the woodwinds and, and, and the crescendo builds up and then by the middle of the piece this is just this hard rocking rock and roll song the heavy electric guitars the drums the the keyboards and the orchestra is backing them up and then they fade into the back and then the orchestra ends up closing it out and it's just you you see this and you're like wow okay i you know i expected yeah, tchaikovsky yeah, you, or mozart and i'm getting <laughs> and, and you have to be dead not to react to that because it's so exciting that even even if you don't really like the music it's still very exciting it's like riding a, a, a car or, or a very fast machine is just exhilarating because it's, it's you get that rush of adrenaline that is is produced by being in front of a situation that is unexpected and that it doesn't happen very very often well and again with live music too the one thing that i do like is that there's an actual a physical feeling i mean you can feel the vibrations of the music and it's, it's true in a concert or in any you know rock and roll concert or anything but i mean it's you're not going to get that with a, a cd you're not going to get that on streaming uh and and that, that's the beauty of it there absolutely um, question for you um you don't are you a pure classical guy mostly okay. meaning that if I, I i do other types of music or listen to i don't listen to all that my music because i'm 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 making music all the time so <laughs> okay but if i if, if this was 20 years ago and we had ipods um i, I guess we'll fast what's on your what's on your playlist on your iphone do you it's not classical playlist that is not classical you would find some jazz you would find some songs of um how do you call it? the the author songs it's like the so songs by intimate singers that they have written their own songs that is not okay. necessarily a big group i i enjoy a lot um uh those songwriters that they have provided their own repertoire like jacques brel or jean manuel serrat or john baez or this type of very singers with a lot of personality that have written their own songs oftentimes inspired in poetry by great writers I, I enjoy that a lot and lastly as we start to wrap up i mean how can we uh, the obvious way to support the annapolis symphony is to go to the darn show uh, absolutely buy a, buy because a ticket, grab a seat and, yeah, and feel the music and enjoy it <laughs> um, how else can we support the annapolis symphony well, you can support it in many different ways. You can uh, always uh, give a donation and you can do that at our website. Uh, you can subscribe to our full season. You can subscribe to the mini season that we are going to be doing at Strathmore Center in North Bethesda, which is phenomenal because it's a, a wonderful concert hall. Uh, you can subscribe to our Symphony Plus, which is the digital version of, of our product. Um, and the, the beauty of that is that you can access not only the concerts of this season, but also the concerts from last season and all the pre-concert preparation that we do, like the ASO chats in which I tend to explain what the music is about and what the concert is about with uh, hosts that... that that's so it's, it's a lot of uh, interesting things that you can get. And plus, 
this 12 days leading into Christmas, we are doing also a, a campaign of 12 days of music. We are offering every day a little snippet of music uh, by our musicians in the orchestra uh, for free to everyone so you can sign up for that and you will receive every day today we are on our third day on all, all the way until uh, december 25th you'll get a musical gift just to enjoy it's five to ten minutes long um and and you can of course uh, if, if you are really serious you can sponsor a musician you can we, we make it very easy not to give you any excuses so that you can <laughs> support us <laughs> well I, I would also suggest that a ticket or two to a performance or a membership to symphony plus or whatever would be an outstanding gift um for birthdays or holidays or kwanzas or we're a little bit Absolutely. late for uh, you, you Hanukkah, are, but yeah and, and we have many people that have told us i've gave uh, subscription to the symphony plus to my family in oregon and they are loving it and so either they they can be anywhere in the world <laughs> give the gift of music you want to go to annapolissymphony.org for all that information and you also want to go to annapolissymphony.org to get your tickets to the show which is tomorrow night Friday, December 17th at Maryland Hall. It's the Holiday Pops with the Annapolis Symphony Orchestra, led by Maestro Jose Luis Novo, who is with us today, and featuring the Sultans of String. And I would say, don't wait too long, because we usually sell out these concerts. And last time we had we hosted the Sultans of String, which was five or six years ago, uh, we sold out. So... Yeah, I did look before we started recording. There are a few tickets left, but again, they're probably going to be gone pretty quickly there. Oh, and one thing I should probably mention that Maryland Hall, because it is still owned by the Anne Arundel County School District, they still have a masking policy. So everybody is required to wear a mask when they do come into Maryland Hall. And we should all be used to that by now after after two years. But this, does the symphony have any specific requirements? Yeah, we for the safety of um, everyone, the musicians, the people working at Maryland Hall and our audiences, we require that everyone is vaccinated. Okay, fair enough. So you want to make sure that you bring your vaccination card or a photo of it on a cell phone. Will that work? That will work. And you can also do it through an app uh, prior to the concert and you can uh, access all that information through our website. So I want to thank you so much for your time this morning. Did we say break a leg? Yeah, you okay, can. Okay, break, break, break a leg tomorrow. <laughs> and uh, you know, I you. wish you a very Merry Christmas. And I think, uh, thank you for bringing music to Annapolis and, and giving us the level of music that we have here. And you are just such a, an asset to our community. And uh, I do appreciate that. Thank you. My pleasure. This has been a bonus podcast from Ion Annapolis. Please visit us at ionannapolis.net. Follow us on Facebook at All Annapolis and on Twitter at Ion Annapolis. And if you haven't subscribed to the Daily News Brief podcast, go for it. And all of your local news will be delivered to your phone, tablet, or smart device by 6 a.m. every Monday through Friday. 